I am Frollo, the Yoda. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World. I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Secret Ball Stories, where I invite guests to count down a, t- a personal top five list in high-fidelity fashion. And have we got some stories for you today. We are going to delve into... Some alternate reality stories. Stories that should, would, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda been. Maybe not. Maybe they have. Maybe they haven't. Have they existed? Possibly not. But because the DC Warner Bros. partnership have announced that their new line of films will be an Elseworlds type thing. So we're going to see multiple takes on different characters, multiple Batmen, multiple Supermen, multiple Flashes, all at the same time, all part of a bigger open, infinite Earths. All the possibilities are infinite, but all the possibilities are that much different. And again, I'm welcomed by the the Don of DC, as, as we like to call him. I do like DC. You do like DC. I do. I do, do like, like DC. DC. I do. I'm a big DC uh, fan. You're a DC Don. Uh, it is, of course, Dennis Whittle. Well, hello. Hello. Pop pickers. Pop pickers. <laughs> hello, pop pickers. Hello. Hello, how are you? He, do, he does this for charity, for charity. I thought he pays me. <laughs> so well, in so many ways, so many different ways. I'm very good, Dennis. I'm very good, Dennis. Um, I'm glad that this has kind of come around because I think this was something we planned a while ago. But I thought now of all time, after you introduced me and, and showed me the uh, bits from the DC fandom, I thought this is the perfect time. We've got, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman. You've got a Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. You've got a Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Um, you know, we've got all these different takes on these characters. I think I always thought DC should go this route with their movies. Me too. I, I always too. thought that this was them playing catch up with the Marvel Universe was a bad move. I concur. I get what they were doing, I, you know, but I think it was like they were always like. They were already like eight, nine movies behind by this point, I think, when they were trying to catch up. So I, I totally I totally get why they want to catch up and they wanted to do a two Justice League movie and all this stuff. We're still kinda of getting that. We're still gonna get the still gonna carry on, you know, Shazam, I think still connected, Aquaman, yes. you know, the Flash is somewhat Wonder still Woman. within that. Wonder Woman, yeah. So we deal still have that greater big kind of continuity but we're also going to get more films like joker and and things like that and and suicide squad as well that's all kind of within that that same universe um so that's still it's not going away no but it leaves the door open to lots of different storytelling i i I do hope that they really get that idea and and run and be brave with it because I, i don't want to just see like slightly different batman slightly younger batman this Batman is more emo. This Batman was, you know, this one just likes to crochet. You know, <laughs> you know, there's all these different types, slightly different. I, I, I prefer like the books we're going to talk about. Yeah. I like when the when they really go whole hog and go. What can we do with these characters? How can we take them out of the comfort zone? You know, where can we place them? What can we do with them? The possibilities are endless, and I hope they don't play it too safe. I am a little bit worried that that might I, happen. I, I think they will. 
for the mm. first for the majority, I think they will kind of play because they want they don't want to scare people. No, you know they suddenly come out and say we're going to have I don't know, a racist Batman. Yeah, they're going to go. Oh, uh, I don't think we should mm. do that. Yeah. You know, they were scared of the fact that even the comics were going to have um, a, a black Batman and a mm. black Superman for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. Th- I think. I think the anima- Batman that uses guns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think. I think the animated universe would be the place to get these sort of books. I yeah. think that's what they'll do. I think they'll do because they've already kind of announced they're going to do um, Elseworlds cartoons. Yeah, and yeah, and they kind and of already have. Yeah, and if they that's, already if that's popular mm. as Red Sun mm. has been. I think that's what will happen. I think they'll move more into the moves. But you know, the Joker proves that mm. you know an r-rated completely non-connecting yeah, yeah. movie sells works people mm. people flock to it you yeah. know it won oscars it, yeah. you know i'm i'm waiting for my lex luther movie that's why i'm waiting yeah, for yeah i'm i'm well up for that give, give me that yeah because I'm, I'm waiting for um um ace the bathound ace the bathound spin-off yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah where he gets rabies yeah, yeah he gets yeah. rabies and then another darker more grimmer ace the bathound replaces him He's got razor claws. And I was stuff. just gonna have him just eating the bat family, <laughs> just like a dog, yeah, like a ravenous went, dog, yeah, yeah, and turn them into the kind of like zombies. Yeah, eats comet, the super horse, and you know, yes, <laughs> it's Man, like, manhandles the, um, crypto, the, the horse, the horse that fell in love with Supergirl, but then couldn't turn back into a man, even though he was a man. Weird. You gotta DC. love fifties DC. Yeah, you gotta love it. You know. Well, I, I actually, I wanted to talk about kind of early DC because they did kind of. Back in the day, DC experimented with these like imaginary stories yes. and and things like that. Back in the day, like what if stories, mm. which these are, and Marvel has a series that is called What yeah. If and stuff. Um, so they were like these imaginary stories. They were a bit like you know, let's play out this idea, but then it's it's all a dream, it's all a vision, it's all you know whatever it is, and it's like you still have the established continuity, yeah. nothing's changed, but you've had a little bit of fun. You've had a full a fun like diversion, or you know, it's it's bat might play around or mix, mixes mit pitlick uh mixtures I, I can't even say it today it did better than me yeah mish, 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 mish. Mish, mish, mish. mr mixtures pitlick i'm gonna go with well, that's what i'll go with you know back when they did this stuff you, you mm. had they had to keep continuity they had to keep so they yeah. you know they did have batman's son they mm. did have superman's son mm. they had batman mark too <laughs> you know they had him fighting all kinds of creatures they also had him as a vampire yeah as well yeah a couple of times uh, supergirl was, as a werewolf Supergirl as a werewolf, yeah. yeah. So they, they did mess around with stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't until um, Gotham by Gaslight, obviously quite a famous Elseworlds story, yeah. that we they didn't go... I think there was... There was potential, but they didn't go all the way with it. Like obviously, it was like I was talking about a Twilight film not so long ago, and I was like saying that the ending is a bit of a cop out because yeah. it's all a vision in the end, the big battle, and it kind of takes it away. So in some respects, it's like that, or like Dallas did when it was like, "Oh, I'm he's still alive." I've had a shower. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a shower. Everything's great. I've washed every all the bad seasons away. Um, that, none of that happened, um, sort of thing. But I think with this, they they go right. Let's mess about with the idea, the main core ideas of the character, or keep the beginnings of it, but let's just play around with like the setting or, you know, different elements of the, the classic characters and their world and their universes. I think that didn't really happen until I think it's the late eighties, early nineties. 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 Yeah. Now and they started technically Gotham by Gaslight wasn't initially an Elseworlds tale yeah. because um, the branding only came after the success yeah. of they Gotham did, by Gaslight. Like, did three books similar yeah. with no branding on it. Yeah. 
and then the popularity and then the other brand. Exactly. Like, and we're not going to, just to be clear, we're not going to focus on all alternate reality tales or parallel timelines that DC have because we'd be here all week and this, there would be a lot for us to research and read. Uh, and me and Dennis have gone away and read a lot. There's some massive Elseworlds collections you can get. Uh, really recommend them. Um, some great premises in there, even if the stories aren't great. There's something for everybody, yeah, very much so. I think, with a Superman Justice League. And again, there's a lot digitally and you can get it physically as well, depending on what you're after. But we're looking specifically at the books with the Elseworld branding, so yes. the specific imprint where it has the Elseworld. If it doesn't have the Elseworlds logo on the book, or it didn't have it at one point, or it does have it, like if it was there at one point, we are looking at those specific books. So so for example, let's pull one out of the hat. What isn't what isn't an Elseworlds uh, alternate reality that we could pick from? Um Batman Beyond, for example. That's yes. that's not Elseworlds, no, technically. No, no. It is an alternate reality. Yep. Or um, or you know, say um um, the crime syndicate Earth, where all the yep. Justice League are evil, they're not technically under this Elseworlds no. imprint. So we're not going to look. Not going to look at those, but we are going to talk top five actual Elseworlds stories. So I think we should get going. Okay. Um, now, before we get going, though, the all the Elseworlds imprint books came with a little blurb at the start, which I like to read out to you, Dennis. So here we go. It's a lovely, sexy blurb. Here we are in Elseworlds. Heroes are taken from their usual settings and put into strange times and places. Some that have existed or might have existed, and others that can't, couldn't, or shouldn't exist. The result, stories that make characters who are as familiar as yesterday seem as fresh as tomorrow. I do like that. Mm. I think it sums up Elseworlds perfectly i think it's a good blurb i think it laid it down line this is what you're gonna get because mm. because there'll be probably be a lot of people that buy a comic and if this is their first comic they might be expecting their stand batman yeah. the standard superman wonder woman and that blurb tells you to subvert those expectations to to look at it differently and to go actually this might not be what i think it's going to be and i think a lot of these elseworlds books you come into and you expect them to go a certain way, and they don't always go there. And they always, there's always something surprising about them. I also think they're quite dark as well. A lot of them are mm. very dark, yeah. Which oh. we'll get into with some of the ones, oh. some of our choices. Oh yeah. As always, we've we've we've, we've not we've not gone for like the mega. There's one or two really really famous popular ones. Yeah, yeah. And we've kind of stayed away from them because mm. we know everyone's read them or mm. know about them. Yeah. So we've kind of looked at some of the the yeah. lesser known ones. Yeah, the, the, the underrated. Yeah, or um, slightly more obscure. And as always, Which is what this podcast is all about. And we do kind of tend to lean towards the dark side of life. We do. <laughs> Especially in these times, Dennis, in these, these times, happy-go-lucky yes, times we, we live in. We do like to bring happiness and joy wherever we go. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> so I'm going to spread spread the darkness of the DC universe. Hey, you know, Marvel does have its dark moments, but I do think that DC does it in a, in a different light. But um, I think we should get going. We should. Because um, we have talked long enough about this. People want to know, especially what you think and what I think. Um, Well, maybe they do. Who knows who'll listen, if anyone will listen at all. So, Dennis, tell us your first pick for your top five DC Elseworlds comics. It will be uh, Batman Houdini. Batman Houdini, yes. The Devil's the Workshop. The Devil's Workshop, yes. So tell us about that and the premise of that book. It's a, a, it's a new book um, for me. Um, I've, I've owned it a while, never read it, because I thought the premise sounded crap. Um, Dan read it, said it was really good, told me to read it, and I went, 
all right then. And it's really, really good. Basically, you have Batman, Houdini. Batman's kind of been his usual trying to hide from himself. Yeah. You've got Houdini being the um, showman. Mm. So it's set around the kind of yeah, turn, turn of the yeah, century. It's still, it's, I think it's yeah. like 1907 or something like that. It's very, it? very early on, yeah. isn't it? There's crimes happening with um, a Joker-like... Uh, it's a Mr. Scheidenfreude. Mr. Scheidenfreude, Which yeah. is a clever, clever yeah. name. Um, doing some... Um, Dastardly deeds. Hmm. I'm going to say with children, but that sounds awful. But he's. I mean, yeah, yeah, he yeah, is, isn't he? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got um, people are, uh, know about the bat. They, they're afraid of the bat. And you've got Houdini who thinks, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's not. It's all. It's all. It's all hmm. smoke and mirrors. I know about smoke and mirrors. That's what the bat is. Hmm. And through the kind of investigation into what's happening with these children, Batman and Houdini's paths cross. And they kind of complement each other. They kind of team up to go and um, find what's happening with these with these children. Mm. That's the premise. That's about right. Yeah, pretty it? much. Yeah. Pretty much the premise. The, like, the, the little, all the little side things yeah, going on and stuff. Yeah, a lot of side plots. Plot A, plot B. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying not to kind of go in too much of the because I want people to read them. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tr- I'm going to try to summarize and not spend loads of time talking about them. I'm trying no. to I'm going to give you a little bits, my favorite bits, bit of tease, bit of yeah. tease. Um, and then I want you to go like similar to what you did to get me to read this book. Yeah, you know, was enough for me to go and read it, and that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, because there are certain bits in the book which are really, really good, mm. and there's bits in the book which are so dark. I'm, I'm assuming most people know who Harry Houdini was. Yeah, you know, he was a scapologist. You know, and like there's a lot of stuff that like Batman does. Like Sarah there's... called him an anthropologist. An anthropologist. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, Sarah. Not quite. Um, nice though. Good. Good try. Good attempt. Good start. And the word apologist. Yeah, it's got the apologist. It's got the po- they got the apology in. Uh, apologies to Sarah. No, apologies to us. Uh, so, so yeah, he's obviously he's very famous for for you know if you've seen stuff like The Prestige, it's kind of like that. He's yes. part yeah, magician, yeah. part you know he disproves a lot of myths and myth. He's like a myth buster as well. But yes. he also goes, you know, there's always scientific reasoning behind this. There's no superstition. There's no no myths, supernatural. You know, it's it's just a guy. It is just a guy. And slowly but surely, he can see through sees through the facade of Bruce Wayne, the facade of the Bat. Yep. Links the two together. Um, I don't think that's really a spoiler for it because no. Gonna... And it, there is a. Re- I want to say there's a really nice moment where the, the talking. He says, "You know, you got to really work on your voice." <laughs> and, and and Bruce's like, "What do you mean? What, what do you yeah. mean?" Because come on, and he gets his cape and he does like a bat. Yeah. He's like, "Okay, okay, yeah, I do need to work on my voice." Yeah, he's <laughs> quite. Houdini's quite funny in it as well. Yeah, and like, he's, he's like, and charming, it, and it, it's it's very accurate about the sort of stuff he's doing. Like there's the, the asking people to go around and punch him in the stomach and stuff because mm-hmm. he can do it. Asks Bruce Wayne to. Go on, he's like, oh, I can't, I'm, I can't do that, you know. Mm. I could never possibly throw a, bun- a mm. punch. So it's got a lot of these elements, and and there is the escape parts in it as yeah, well, yeah. you know, yeah. which which is needed. I, the, the, it's beautifully painted, oh, um, gorgeous yeah, painted it's, book. It's watercolors. It's kind of flows. It's kind of got this whimsical kind mm. of horror gothic feel to the whole book. Yeah, and Batman looks like. He does an every turn of the century book. Yeah, so it's very much he's got the kind of the Gotham by Gaslight overcoat yeah, jacket, type thing. Big, big eyes cut out. And, yeah, big no, eyes. I'm, big no one belts. can see that, can they? When I do no. that with my finger, no, no one can no see, one can can see you doing no. the round the circles around your yeah. eyes. No, but, but I, I know what you mean, Dennis. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Um, the, the, it's not like the the classic white eye. It's more like the. It's like being cut out by scissors. Yeah, you can see it's big kind of ski mask yeah. type mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with pointed ears. 
But yeah, it's it's fan- it is really fantastic. It's a fun advent. It's not well. It's not. It is fun. It is fun. It, it is, is fun, fun. But it's very dark and disturbing in in kind of themes and subject matter. Um, but there are twists and turns. And again, don't want to spoil those. But like, it surprised me because I, I didn't think I was like. Pfft. Batman and Houdini. I was what? exactly the same. I've yeah. had the book for years and never read it. And like, why, why would I want to mix reality with my comics? It's like, I'm, I'm never going to read that Eminem Punisher crossover. So why should I read that? Why would you never read the... Because Eminem? I just I just don't want to do that to myself. I just It's just something. Like, I, I, don't, I, I like Eminem. I like the Punisher. But never the twain shall meet. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's a mm. little weird. I know he came he, he came out of rehab, and that was the first thing he got back into. That was his new drug, was comics. Yeah. And obviously Marvel were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can relate. Promotion, comics. promotion, yeah. Oh, oh, give me a new comic. Um, and then that that's what came of it. But I'm ne- I, I'm just never been interested. And I've, I'm like, I, I mean, I've even got the app, the Marvel Unlimited app, and I could read it with effectively for free, you know, with the, with the standard thing. But it's just, it doesn't interest me. But I think Houdini, he's almost a mythical character. Yes. There's so many legends around what mm. he did or what he didn't do. Mm. You know, there's lots of things around, you know, the, the trickster side of him. Yeah. You yeah. know, people thought, oh, he's amazing. No, he kind of... Mm. And he says that very early on, smoke and mirrors, the bat is smoke and mirrors. Yeah. He's just a man. Yeah. And there's no, he's he's a he's a paranormal. No, no, he's just a man. Because I will prove who he is. And they go, there's a bit where they go to a seance as well. Yeah. And, and they kind of fall for this seance and they're like, how do they know details about my mother? My mother called me this name and things like that. And even even Houdini for a moment is like, I don't know how to how to prove that that's that's fake. How did they know that information? I've never told anybody that. How you know? Um, and Bruce Wayne's the same. But what I like about a good team up book is it's how different the characters are. But yet, how similar they are. Yes. You know, like a good Superman Batman mm. uh, team up, like a world's finest team up, does that. And I think that this book does that fine. He um, also takes the piss out of Batman. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of humor there. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's just it's a fun read, and it, and again, it's a it's a breeze to read. I you know I probably read it in half an hour. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. just you just go through it, and I'm like, yeah, this is great. And it's and again, it's not a book because I was going through all the Elseworlds collections one by one, so it was kind of like I was like, I'll read this, but I'm not like looking forward to it. I don't think the premise is that good because I think some of these books are the premises better necessarily than yeah. the story. Um, again, different different writers would tell that premise in a different way, and some have done similar premises or the same premise again. But um, but yeah, excellent excellent choice, Dennis. Excellent. And choice. thank you for recommending it. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as I did. So very I, much excellent, so. excellent. Choice. I almost texted you at four in the morning. Oh, it's great. Oh, was, it that, was it that late? I probably would have answered. I've not got much on. I'm going to be honest with you, Dennis. So a lot of people say a lot of people say that Gotham by Gaslight is their favourite. Their Batman, that Batman Elseworlds, that's the one they read. That's the one that's their favourite. Mm. I personally saw the animated film before I read it. Um, I really enjoyed the animated film, but the book itself, I found a bit disappointing. I'll be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. I've got um, the artwork is fine. Love the artwork. Mike Mignola, top of his game. You know, before he does all the weird long necks and everything. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> but I knew for a sec. I knew from the second it began who who Jack the Ripper was. Like I didn't even and I and I I hadn't there would been no spoilers for me. No one had spoilt it, but I knew the second I I saw a character, I went, it's it's them. That's Jack the Ripper. Um, so all the while, it's it is a good mystery story, 
but I knew it was coming. And even the clues and the and the things, you know, and the the framing of Bruce Wayne just it, it just wasn't interesting. It was better done in that film. I, and I think that film combined that with kind of Master of the of Future, which is a sequel to it, uh, which again not so great either in my opinion. But don't worry, Dennis, because if I've learned anything about these Elseworlds stories, there's a few things. Lots of cruelty towards children. There are. Lots of death of superheroes. Yes. Lots of stories at the turn of the century. And a lot of them feature Jack the Ripper. Indeed. So I'm going to include Wonder Woman Amazonia. So this is uh, Victorian England. Wonder Woman has been brought over from Paradise Island by Steve Trevor. However, in this society, it's horrifically misogynistic. Women walk around uh, attached to their husbands. They are chained. They are shackled. They're bound. Um, they have to go along with whatever their husband says. They are the. They are in command. Um, the whole society is geared towards uh, you know misogyny and the power of men um, having control over women, dominance over women. I need to read this book. It's absolutely fantastic, and and. Wonder Woman is brought over from Paradise Island. Steve Trevor, like the standard story, Steve Trevor arrives Paradise Island. If you've seen the film or if you know the origin of Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor arrives on Paradise Island, but he manipulates the Amazons and he learns all about their culture, all their powers and everything. And, you know, he's this, you know, he's this English colonialist, you know, so he contacts England and basically they invade, destroy Paradise Island, enslave some of the Amazons, um, kill some of them off, take all their, their treasures and everything. And Wonder Woman somehow ends up there and is taken by Steve Trevor, who forces her into a marriage, a loveless marriage. They have several children. There's lots of scenes about uh, Steve Trevor kind of forcing her into sexual uh, sexual acts and things she doesn't want to do. And it's very clear in the book that this is not good. This is not nice. This is not consensual. Mm. Um, and what he does is he takes Wonder he takes Wonder Woman, takes Diana, and puts her in these kind of vaudeville shows where she showcases her strength. She's holding these lions, fighting a boa constrictor snake, all this sort of stuff. But in one of the shows, um, someone tries to assassinate the king's son and the king. Um, and Wonder Woman leaps into action as as she should, as she usually would in her own main universe, and saves the king and his son. And they're invited to the palace to have a party and everything. And during this time, in the gap between this and the party, we see Wonder Woman is slowly but surely, secretly helping women in dangerous situations where they're accosted by men or there's a there's a murder um there's you know robberies all sorts of stuff people being mistreated abused um uh, Etta Candy turns up as a prostitute that Wonder Woman used to know on the streets she's like one of these street urchins and she takes her in and she's now the nanny to her children you know helps her um there's a disabled member of the the former kind of royalty that's still around um and she she, you know, treats him so nice. She treats everybody lovely, even though these are some horrific men and the treatment of her is awful. But all the while she's secretly protecting these women, there's this this kind of secret subculture of women uh, comes to the fore. And it's almost like the suffrage movement. Mm. And and again, there's the symbolic breaking of those bonds and those chains. There's women using a code word. They're like Amazonia. And all the women know what that means. And they even dress like Wonder Woman. They, they you know, they have the, the gear, the stars, the, the, the bird logo, you know, all this sort of stuff. And we learn as well within the story that the king is actually Jack the Ripper and he has manipulated his way 
into being the king of England and running the country as he sees fit. And he sees women, as we know, pieces of meat to be gutted and sluts and whores, as Jack the Ripper would describe them. And he's leading this charge and he he manages to, what he calls, distill masculinity and he gives them these um, almost like venom steroid and all get like massive and strong. But, of you know, of course, Diana is there to kind of save the day. Um Again, I don't want to spoil it too much, but that is basically the crux of the story. Sounds great. And I, and that's why I felt it was such kind of a unit. It's a universal story. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's by William Messner Loebs, who had mm-hmm. a, a big run on the character and another artist who I forget the name. Um, but it's just great. And and the, the real shame about the uh, these early Elseworlds books is there's not enough Wonder Woman-led books. Yeah, yeah. There's It's mainly Batman, mainly Superman, some Justice League. You know, a couple of Green Lantern and some other stuff, but that's that's the best Wonder Woman one there is. It's absolutely fantastic. Old kind of old school art. It's a Phil Winslade, I think. Um Winsdale, maybe. But just utter, utter gorgeous book. Great message. Uh female empowerment. What Wonder Woman's all about. And uh and it kind of she makes in the end, not to spoil it, but she England is improved for the better. The world is improved for the better because she's brought about change and equality to Victorian England. Sounds great. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Sounds really good. How could I follow that? I don't think I can. No. Well, you're going to have to with your next choice. What's your number four? Superman, Cal. Ooh, Cal. You'll 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 see. From my, um, there is a theme. Okay. With mine, um, this is probably the the one that kind of stays out of the theme a little bit. But what you find again with a lot of the the kind of Elseworlds books, especially the Superman one, there's a there's massive nature nurture debate with superman mm, yeah you know it doesn't matter where he lands what he does will he be a superman or mm. will he do will he be what we expect him to yeah. be yeah will he be the gun of hope mm. now this one he um he lands in um king arthur's kind of camelotti yeah before kind of that it's like outs- yeah dark ages yeah i guess medieval times yeah kind yeah. of yeah um, and he's he's kind of brought up his simple life. Um, artwork's beautiful. Black, he's a farmer. Blacksmith. Yeah, yeah blacksmith. Farmer, blacksmith. Yeah. Oh, the artwork's great. I keep, I keep in my head, I keep so, seeing the artwork. Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, yeah, who is the, just the classic, Superman. Yeah. the classic DC artist, if you know. And you've got kind of the tale of a guy falling in love. It's, it's a love story, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the core of it is a love story. Yeah. Um, you have the f- the knight has to win over the fair maiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. standard. There's um, there's games in it where people are showing their strengths and stuff, and yeah, jousting and yeah. archery. Yeah. And- the ship has been um, fallen in the hands of Lex Luthor. Luthor, yeah, yes, it's Luthor, isn't yeah. it? Um, he's kind of like in charge, but he happens to have um, a, a lovely bit of bit of chain on hmm. with a big chunk of kryptonite on it. <laughs> Um, which the can't figure out why every time he goes near Cal, he's yeah. not Superman, he's not Clark, he's Cal. Yeah, he kind of gets weak because he wins the competition. He and he does all this stuff. He, he asks t- to marry Lois, mm. which pisses Luther off yeah. a lot, <laughs> a lot. Which yeah. kind of goes into a little dark, yeah. but in in a it minute, does. yeah, it gets very dark. Yeah, um, it is Superman. Hmm. He, he he is hope. Um, he's a nice guy trying to do the right thing for the right people. Um, nice. 
peasant type stuff. I do like that that he's given to like he's a, he arrives on the farm and they're very much like hello there, what's going on? You know, very simple kind yeah, of you know yeah. local kind of serfs. You know, it's very much kind of like there's a lot of like Monty Python esque humour in yes, in those yeah, kind yeah, of little yeah. scenes where well, like, Dave, it's Dave Gibbons. Robin, yeah, Dave yeah. Gibbons. Yeah, yeah. So you have you you have Lex making um, an armor out of his ship, mm. which is like. Yeah, it's like the strongest, strongest yeah, metal, metal and stuff. And Cal's the only one who can make it because he's got abilities. He's got ability, yeah. And he can manipulate yeah, yeah. metal in a certain um, way. A little bit, which kind of pushes Cal to kind of lose his temper. Yeah. And it's... Mike, I'm going to have to tell you because it's on. a pinnacle, but um, Lex um, rapes and beats Lois to death. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's weird. It's 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 one of those like fridge in the woman type stuff. I think it does kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, a little bit. and yeah. It, it is it does move the story on, which is a big thing about it. But mm. you also see the guards guarding the room, and they're like looking at each other, sweating, and like yeah. this is this is wrong because they can hear it in the other. Yeah, what's happening he's, in the calling other. Her, he's calling her. He's calling her names, and yeah. and it's there's blood and there's all kinds of disgusting stuff. And he opens the door and just get rid of the body. Yeah, it's a piece of meat. Yeah, exactly. So no, she means nothing to me. Yeah, this obviously Cal finds out. Loses his temper a little bit and then goes after goes after Lex. Yeah, and it leads to kind of an uprising of all yeah, of all because yeah. because they love Cal as well. Like every, yeah, they like, do. Yeah, and, it, and there's no kind of secret identity stuff, which no, is nice. No. It's just like he is. You know, it's you don't have to worry about him being like unclucked. Yeah, people. Yeah, yeah the, the peasants that. know his power. They, yeah. You know, people know what what he is, what he's yeah. about, and stuff. Um, they know he's strong. They know and he they, can do. stuff. They literally yeah. cover him in molten steel. He literally becomes the man of steel. Yeah, um, which is. And it's so clever, so yeah, good. Such a um, good book. But it's 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 the ending for me. What I like because mm. I, I'm going to have to ruin the ending because yeah, I think it, it needs to. Um, there's a battle at the end, a bit of a fight between him and Lex, and in this battle they kind of kill each other. And then there's a little kind of what's it, epilogue? Is it the yeah, end? epilogue? Yeah, yeah. It talks about and he inspires people, and plus he also makes. Well, I think it's Excalibur, really. Don't yeah, it? yeah, I think it's it's Jimmy Olsen is telling the story yeah, to yeah. a young a young boy. And and it's like and it's like this, he's left the sword in the anvil yeah. in his blacksmith anvil. It's called it Merlin, isn't it? That's yeah, the same he goes. Merlin, he goes. Yeah, yeah you, maybe you'll become as great a man as he was, yeah. Merlin. And then you see the sword in the stone. It's got the yeah. the famous symbol. Um, and the it's like symbol. he inspires. So Superman again inspires people to be the best they can be, and in, in t- kind of inspires his yeah. own his own Justice League. So even even in his death, mm. he still inspired people. Stories still told about mm. the time that Cal did and the other. Mm. And again, it's as me anyone who's ever listened to this knows I am such a Superman fanboy. It's 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 ridiculous, it's, <laughs> and it's it's a great it's a great it, it it's it's good to see that you can transfer that character yeah. into something as as different because he's the man of tomorrow. Yes. it's 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 good to see him as a man of the past. Yeah, in a way. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that book and one of my favorites. Almost made my list as well, much like Batman Houdini. Yeah, it's 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 short as well. It's not many pages. It kind of flies through. Mm. It's very paced well, but the artwork is beautiful. Hmm. You know, it's just so Superman. There's like he's yeah. got long hair in it, and the bit after he gets covered in the metal, he, it kind of comes off him, and he's like, "Oh, look at him, yeah. long hair." He's, he's gorgeous. Oh, he's beautiful. He is a beautiful. He's a, that beautiful. Is, beautiful it's as beautiful man. as yeah. you know, as beautiful and as nude as, as Superman probably ever he has is, been. He is naked. Most of the but, most of the the, end, of the, the finale, book, he, he is nude. Yeah. Um, but no, it's 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 a good story. It's a good morality tale. It's it shows how mm. one person's actions can galvanize people and 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 ease hope. He stands for hope. It, it's it. almost like it's almost a bit like you know because a lot of people say like Superman is very much you know the last son of Krypton. He's Smallville Clark 
Kent, and then he's also you know Metropolis Clark Kent. You know, um, I feel like it's more um, it's more like the Smallville Clark Kent, and and more the kind of sort of Lassen of Krypton. But I yeah. think it is that more kind of local, homebred farm boy. Um, simple things things are right things are wrong if they're wrong they need to be sorted out it's simple as that yeah um and i think that lends that comes a lot through in this book very much so yeah um, yeah and i think that's why i enjoyed it, it was very and he doesn't even try to be the, the no. kind of people to look up to no. he just naturally because again he does the right thing again if something needs to be fixed he will fix it because it's the right thing yeah. to do exactly and he's not even trying to do it it just that's who, who he is and I think, it's kind of a natural trajectory yeah, and for him. I think a, a lot of times in the Elseworld books, and then I've, I've got another Superman one coming up. You, you like Superman? Oh, what a, what a surprise. <laughs> Who knew? You know, Who would know? I do like a bit of the old soups. And it, it is the, the nature nurture. Will he become hope and stuff? In this one, he doesn't even try it. He just naturally, because he does yeah. the right thing. Yeah, we all like need charisma. a bit of Superman. Yeah. We all need to be a bit of Superman. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and again, even given the dark... The dark aspects of the story. Mm. It's still, I think, one of the the more kind of hopeful. Yeah, and it goes against even when he loses his shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which is unsuperman like. Hmm. The story still told that what he did was yeah. the right thing, exactly. the honor of the woman, yeah. kind of stuff. Exactly. So. Like the and it's not like it's not like anything is like manipulated. It's very it's a very straightforward mm, story. It is. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. I think that's its strength, and that's the core yeah. of its strength. And I agree. and again, Superman is a very straightforward, simple character within this story, and, and it uh, works. And again, a lot of the Elseworlds, they are simple stories. Yeah. They're not. There's very few of them which are massive books. Um, that probably comic length a lot yeah. of them 50 usually yeah. 50 to 60 pages yeah, they're not, they're not massive uh, and even hard. then sometimes they're broken into two if they're over 50 or 60 mm. pages they'll be broken into two issues um depending on on what's going on but um but yeah excellent choice dennis well, thank and again you, another one that almost made my list so great stuff thank you um all right i'm gonna go with my number four so this might be one people have heard of quite a bit it is justice league of america the nail so um, so this story is inspired by a verse by George Herbert, and I'm going to read it here. So not unlike um, Cal, I think this kind of segues quite well into it. For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the knight was lost. For want of a knight, the battle was lost. So it was a kingdom lost, all for the want of a nail. So this is, again... Another great kind of Superman story. However, this is a story which is the absence of Superman. A world without Superman, which we've had before, and it's never usually a good thing. So, basically, the Kents, about to do their regular drive, you know, in all these universes, driving along, ship comes down, they adopt Clark as their own, as their own child, this last son of Krypton, uh, and they raise him to be Superman. They get a nail in their tyre. They don't have a spare. They can't go out. They can't pick up their stuff. So they stay in. They miss this event. So they never adopt Superman. So the Kents, who are an integral part of the Superman story, never meet that child. So the world carries on. Modern day, Metropolis has come up with their own way of handling superhuman threats. Um, sometimes Some say they're a bit overzealous, a bit, a bit too guarded. Um, but again, they have been attacked by several supervillain threats. They don't have a homegrown superhero of their own. It's not something that they have. And for the lack of Superman, 
the world has become a much darker place. There is um, mass manipulation of the media for political power, for the amassing of political power. There are scapegoats made of certain groups of people. Not unlike real life, Dennis. Mm, indeed. And Luther has never been as Trumpian yes. as he is in this. He is. I, I, I read this book again because it was recommended by you. Mm. And it's just great. It's so, so good. It's mm. so good. So this is by, this is by Alan Davis, written yeah. by Alan Davis, drawn by Alan Davis. Um, I did get the chance to meet Alan Davis. He was a bit. He's a little bit grumpy. He was a little bit grumpy, but just a touch. Just a touch. Um, but I still appreciate his work. I got a nice sketch from him, so it's all good. Um, but this is a fantastic read, and it is a love letter to the Silver Age yes. of yeah. comic books. The way when he grew up and he was reading all these kind of weird and wacky characters and the main characters. Um, but yeah, it is quite a disturbing, and there's a lot of kind of there's a lot of the kind of red scare in there, and the kind of you know. Uh, you know, un-American activities sort of stuff, you know, the Joseph McCarthy, you know, and uh, all that sort of stuff that was going on in the 50s, late, like early 50s, late 50s. Um, and, it, and it comes through, and it, it's, it's weird to see that they have such... Because uh, they have a hatred for aliens specifically. They think all the superheroes are aliens. They think that there's some conspiracy that they're going to be replaced or they're going to take over. They're going to have some sort of, in, you know, invasion uh, plan. Um, but that's not the case, and they're constantly trying to to prove that they're not, and they're you know they hire Lois, the Justice League hire Lois Lane. Now the Justice League is totally different as well. Uh, there was an accident early on which led to the crippling and kind of mental incapacitation of the Green, Green Arrow, the death of Hawkman, and again it led to a lot of deaths as well. And they're still blamed for this event. Yeah, Green, Green Arrow has become a soundbox for the media, hasn't he? Exactly. They kind of wheel him on to kind yeah. of. Shout out and there's a, there's a bit where it's but someone else you know i lost my husband i lost mm. i lost hawkman yeah. through this and no one even said anything about that no because he's an alien because he's an alien yeah exactly exactly because they don't care yeah and and again if you if you for example during during trump's election year if you if you look at this book and you just put illegal in front of every time they mention an alien you'll see what i mean mm. there is this this witch hunt that is being perpetrated and there's a conspiracy against these heroes that is being done by by some you know shadowy unforeseen person or group like there's all these kind of supervillains that have, have have disappeared or they're coming you know out of the woodwork but they're doing something else that they that would be against what they normally would do um even heroes are reprogrammed mm. and, and they're put into these re-education kind of camps and and uh, mind warped and and they're trying to kind of um uh, trying to create kind of their own superhuman army to kind of control that's the ironic thing is that they're they're trying to shut down all the superheroes but they're just trying to drill in all the power and then they're they're absorbing their abilities, trying to use their abilities on their own soldiers, things like that, and they've got all the technology and and it's scary. And it's it's you know, and, and the, the Justice League and the glue that holds them together, which would be Superman, is not there. No. So they're constantly butting heads more than usual. They're like, Batman's like, I'm a shadowy creature of the night. Nobody should know about me. I don't care about this. This is, I, you know, but they're like, we should be, you know, going out to the people and showing them who we are and bearing our souls. And Batman's like, no, I'm, I need criminals to be afraid of me. And then, you know, and Green Lantern, you know, the, 
like everyone just basically splits off everyone like um diana goes to speak to politicians and tries to kind of keep doing that and and but then she also thinks she's been a political tool and she's been used and maneuvered and manipulated um you know green lantern is the the biggest and most powerful hero they have next to like john jones who's obviously has to back off a little bit because he's quite clearly an alien his name is martian manhunter yes. so he's gonna he has to take and again hawk girl has to kind of take a step back as well because anything she does is kind of perceived as mm. being some sort there's some sort of agenda there um but it's absolutely fantastic and you get to see all these kind of cool lesser known characters like the metal men turn up it's literally you, you cannot you turn a page i was turning a page. yeah crap they've got them in it yeah oh, 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 why are that and it's all the kind of origin costumes as well yeah 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 you know, they, Silver they have, age. yeah they've not modernized it which is really good yeah it's nice you know to see like the outsiders as the outsiders yeah, as they were, yeah. yeah and um and there is there's like it's great to see like the new gods are in there for a little bit dark side um you know the green lantern core yeah, are there Spectre, you know all the mystical characters and there's this big force field around the earth so no one can contact anybody else you know they can't ask for help you know they, they have to deal with it on their own they're kind of you know and there's n- the less and less as, as it goes on there's less and less resources and weirdly enough this is probably one of the darker universes for batman like who would think that la- the lack of superman would make his world that much yeah. Darker and depressing. It just know. shows how them two are kind of so integral together. And they feed you know. off one yeah, another, you know. Yeah. You know Light in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Superman's not as naive when he's around yeah. and then and super and Batman isn't as dark and brooding, perhaps, when, when he's around and things like that. But yeah, bloody hell, some stuff that happens in this book and the yeah. sequel. There's a sequel called Another Nail, which I also recommend, but it is not quite as good. Um, but it's a fantastic read. I really, really recommend it. I, I just, I think it's one of the better Elseworlds. There's a few twists and turns, so I don't want to spoil it too much. But I think the real world kind of themes, like, are, are as relevant today as they've ever been, probably more so. Um, you know, with things like the Black Lives Matter movement, things like that happening right now. Um, I think it's never been as as effective a, an allegory or, you know, metaphor as there has ever been. Amazing story. You love it. I love I, it. I think it's great. I you think know. it's brilliant. I, I, lo- I love that we're on the same wavelength with mm. a lot of these books. We, I think it's you know, absolutely amazing. It's a fantastic, fantastic read. Check out that. Um, you can get a collection with both miniseries in. There's two miniseries. You can have the um, Eagle Moss also release some of the hardbacks, you know, in the collection. Yes. Yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that as well, so you can yeah. pick them up really cheap. Very easily done. Um, yeah, so go ahead, read that. Digitally, all most of these are available digitally as well on Comixology or uh, Kindle, so you can, you can buy them that way. Um, whichever way you want to read them, just read them. That's, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Um, right. What about your number three, Dennis? My my number three. I'm not going to go into too much detail about. Okay. Because I think I'd ruin it. Yeah. Um, and it's the second Elseworlds book I ever read. Okay. Castle of the Bat. Ooh, good choice. Because there's so much that goes on in the book, hmm. I feel if I start talking about it, I will ruin it for people. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, and there's, it, it is basically a Frankenstein story. Okay. I think I can say much as, as that. Yeah. There are experiment, you know, the the kind of Franken, Frick to Frankenstein's hmm. character is now Wayne. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying which one. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is away, there yeah. is Alfred. Yes. Well, great. That's a yeah, great. It's uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So if, if you know the Frankenstein yeah, story, yeah. I think you know where this is kind yeah, of heading. Well, um, there's a, a little little kind of twist on energy, mm-hmm. how how they produce energy and kind of what happens. Life, life energy. Life and, yeah. and moves on, which is kind of a bit more like the Dracula kind of Redfield. Yeah. You know, I eat mm-hmm. this and da da da. Yeah. Um, 
it's there's a little bit of like Doctor Moreau in there, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's again painted. It's a painted book. Yeah, gorgeous, beautiful book. book. There's 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 a couple of splash pages which are just awesome. Yeah, just really really nice. Gorgeous, and it's one of my favorite books. Mm. I absolutely I read it, I read it again today just yeah. to kind of just to remind myself remind how, good, how it good it was. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much. Is no, that, is that, is that a cop out? No, it's not a cop out. Because I, 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 I want pe- I want people to pick it up and go. Ooh. Yeah, but just all you need to know is Frankenstein. As Batman, yes, effectively. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. You get to that know. from the cover. He's yeah. there with the bolts. Yeah, the, the cover's there. Yeah, and the electricity's yeah, yeah. going through. Yeah. Um, and again, there's a lot. Of, and it's it's not the story is, is obviously it's based on that and inspired by that. And you can see that. But there's a lot of a lot of fun little elements and changes yes. and alterations yeah. Yeah. to like the origin of Batman. Yes, and you know how it how it develops and, and how it ends. I didn't really necessarily see coming uh, yeah. either. Yeah, um, and some of the other elements I didn't see. There's a there's a there's a part with a dog which I won't ruin. I was just waiting to yeah, see Bathound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. waiting to see the Bathound. It's yeah. great. Um, but there's a lot there's a lot of development and and it, it's it's great. It's a and it's it, a it, unique it, spin on it that. Is, it is a Frank. There is there is. Body parts. There is grave digging. Yeah. There is there is everything you want from a gothic tale. Absolutely, and I think that the, and it's told in a, in a gothic form. Like it looks gothic. The painted covers. Everything's just. It's almost like it's painted with a mist across it. Mm. It's got like swamp mist and mountain mist, and mm. you, it, on every page. It's and the, the, the kind of laboratory is just like, mm. oh my god! It's 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 like it stepped out of James yeah. Wales. Kind of. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they use that. They use the films yeah. as kind of inspiration, yeah, but and a reference, and as, as point of reference because yeah. it does look like. And it's I it's amazing. Believe and and again, there's kind of like this conspiracy mm. as well uh, within it. You know, you've got you've got other elements of other stories to make it. You know, just kind of jazz up the and story, that, again, spice up the story. It is is a, is kind of a trope of the Elseworlds. Hmm. They're not always straightforward. No, Castle of the Bat, Frankenstein story. Yeah, but yeah, it's exactly. a little bit left field. Look around this corner, here and that's hmm. and that's why I don't want to go into too much detail about it. I'm just going to say, read it, go and buy it. Yeah. Go I agree. look at it. Go and download it. Whatever you need to. Go. It's it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah. Again, another one that's so very just missed out on being in my top yeah. five. And yeah. Like I said, you can you can kind of see a theme in my. I'm I'm a big as everyone knows. I'm a big fan of universal horror. I'm a big fan of kind of like all that kind of turn of the century kind of horror and Caligari and all that kind mm. of stuff and um, the classics, the Hammer the classics, stuff. Yeah. So most of my picks are kind of that ilk. Yeah. yeah. This is very very. And my next one is very much. Hmm. Universal monster territory. Yeah, it's yeah. very much kind of gothic storytelling, hmm. and it's beautiful. So there you go. Fantastic. Well, I, I highly recommend that one as well. Again, great, great choice. Yeah. So I'll move on to mine. I, I kind of don't want to talk about this one too much, actually. A lot of people, Dennis, um, they have complaints about Superman. They do. They have issues with Superman. He's too nice. He's too hokey. He's too cheesy. He's got mm. too many powers. He's unrelatable. All this sort of stuff. He needs to be more like Batman. Is a lot. Of th- <laughs> is what I hear a lot. Oh of. yes. What I, oh, I, hear I wonder a lot what of. your next choice is. Mm. Yes. Yes. He needs to be more like Batman. Batman's more popular. He's more interesting. He's got greater villains. Okay. Here we go. Superman speeding bullets. The rocket. Kal-El's rocket crashes down at Wayne Manor. They are found by the way. He's found by the Waynes and adopted and named. Bruce Wayne. Years go by. He's raised, you know, in somewhat secrecy. You know, he's told to hide his powers, what have you. And they go out and they go and see, they go to the theatre, they go to the cinema and they see Mask of Zorro, whatever it is. Um, you know, and Bruce, Bruce, quote unquote Bruce, enjoying himself. And they go into Crime Alley. And we all know what happens in Crime Alley. We're all familiar with what happens in Crime Alley. Joe chills there. He has a gun. Shoots both Bruce's parents. However, it doesn't go 
quite according to the original origin. Because no. we're talking about a different character. Yes. Bruce is Kal-El. Bruce is Clark, but he's called Bruce in this. And he incinerates <laughs> Joe Chill with his heat vision. Uh, you know, his, his powers emerge out of the stress of the situation and he burns his face off. And this is the start of the book. <laughs> like, this is, it's only going to get darker from here. It's about like four, here. five pages five into pages the book, Five pages in, yeah. and, and it's only going to get darker. And he suppresses this memory because he's, he's just going, the bullets, the bullets, the bullets. He is so emotionally disturbed. As disturbed as Batman is, I'd argue that Clark, or Bruce in this book, Kal-El, is more sensitive to something like this, to the to the PTSD of this situation. He's a more sensitive character, more open with his emotions. And with his reactions to it, oh, he's melted the guy's face yeah. off. And his his emotions are so much more extreme. Yes. And when his emotions are extreme, his powers, you know, go off the rails. But he he kind of um regresses and kind of forgets this. Forgets this event. He remembers the event, but he doesn't remember afterwards the burning and the murder, um, all that sort of stuff. Until he's an adult, he's you know he's still having issues, he's still having problems. Like, and he is more disturbed than than the original Bruce Wayne would ever be, because he is that sensitive. Some uh, criminals break into the mansion, attack Alfred, and and he's like, "What do you think you're doing in here? You can't do this." He's like, "Give us all your money, Wayne. You we know your load is." And he's like, "No, no, you won't." He's like, "We're going to shoot you." He's like, "You can't shoot me. Nothing can hurt me." Flies at the guy, throws him into the fire, burns the other guy with his heat vision, and he's like, "Oh my god, I am! I I have this power. I remember now. I remember everything. I'm I'm powerful." Um, and he remembers all the powers and everything that happened, and he goes downstairs because Alfred says, "You know, have I got these powers? Have I got these powers, Alfred?" And Alfred goes, "I know." And in the caves is where they kept the spaceship, mm, yeah. and he and and while he's in there, he realizes that. He can fly, he can hear things better than anyone else on the planet. He can navigate the dark, not unlike a bat. Yes. So he feels like that's his brethren now. So he takes flight as the Batman. Cool costume. With, with all the powers of Superman, yeah. which is all the more terrifying. <laughs> yes. And yes. It is a cool costume. It's a full yeah, face it's, mask. It's the, the shield. He's got the shield yeah. with a bat inside. But with the bat logo, yeah. he's got these kind of. Uh, it's very. It's very nineties. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's not too. Face too nineties covered. But yeah, it is cool. Yeah. It's dark. It's, it's scary. Dark. It's foreboding. And he hires. He hires all of the Metropolis Daily Planet staff and moves them to the Gotham Gazette. I think it's called, or Gotham Times, or whatever they call it. Um, and says we need to start attacking the criminality. But we have to do it in, you know, in this way, using the truth while I fight, you know, the problem. And he is fucked up. <laughs> like, I can't go, I can't say that enough in yeah, this book. He yeah. is totally fucked up. And the, yes. There, there are moments where he just, yeah, yeah. he's off his there's head. A, there's a moment where he threatens to vibrate his finger so much yes. and push it through a criminal's head. He's, and he's like, yeah, I give up, you know. And I would as well. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. wet myself and shit myself at the same time. You do that a lot. Often. Yeah. Very often. Yeah. Um and and uh, and the only person who can really save him from himself is Lois Lane. Mm. Because he and he even goes back into that the the classic Clark Kent ooh, ooh God um uh ooh, yeah. when she's around, the bumbling Clark Kent is there, which is nice because he's supposed to be the suave playboy Bruce Wayne. But yeah. he's not. It, it, it's well written because it's you, you've got Clark, you've got Bruce, yeah. you've got Bumbling Clark, you've got Superman, you've got Batman, and it's 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 just one. It's, it's a great, it's, it's a great book. kind of. If you want a bit of both, 
Yes. This is this is the book for you. This is this is world's finest. And it answers combined. the question is, you know, why won't Superman be Batman? This is why. Yeah, you don't want him. You don't want him <laughs> don't, to be. It wouldn't work out it, well. It's like it's it's like those old, you know, replacements of the nineties. Yes. You don't want Batman going that dark. Don't you don't want Azriel Superman. No. You don't want Superman as you know, you know, as Eradicator or the Cyborg Superman. No. You don't want that because it wouldn't work. And, that, and this is exactly why you tell that age-old question. Um, but don't worry, because you don't just get Clark and Bruce combined, Superman and Batman combined. You also get the Joker combined with Lex Luthor. So if you think he's dark, wait till you see that pairing. Yes. Um, but it's a fantastic book. Again, I don't want to say too much about it. I've, I've told you some of the moments. Won't spoil the ending, but it is phenomenal, phenomenal read. And I enjoyed it so much. It's by J.M. Demetrius, who's one of my favourite mm. comic book writers of all time. Like, yeah, I'll go you know, with that. You, yeah. He is he he really knows how to get into psychology, yeah. these characters and the villains as well. Um talked about him many times on this podcast. Um just a phenomenal writer and a phenomenal story. Um one of the best again, simple premise, great story. Yeah, okay, it's brilliant. It's just, it's a really good book. So that was ba- Superman Speeding Bullets, not Batman yes. Speeding Bullets, but fantastic. Um really, and really good. The cover of the book is is on Action my, Comics. Action yeah. Comics. Yeah, it's got um, was, Superman, was it Superman, Superman One. Superman, Superman One, yeah. Superman one. Flying and kind of dip, yeah, yeah. dipping and diving. Yeah, um yeah, just so so much fun. So such a good read. And again, why that idea doesn't work in practice. Indeed. Indeed. So there you go, fanboys. The one, the one there, Superman like Batman. Go and give that a read. See, I don't. I want Superman being Superman. Exactly. And I, we want Batman being Batman. Exactly. So, so there exactly. you go. And that's what they both have equal stakes in the comic book world that we have. And again, we wouldn't have anything else if not for Superman, you know, as he is and as he stands uh, for what he believes in. Very Truth, justice, so. the American way, all that sort of stuff. All I'm that good burning stuff. Burning face off. Yeah. <laughs> face. Gonna take your face off burn <laughs> um yes so we're moving on to your uh, number two dennis my number two is um it's it my number three and number two could have gone either way okay they're pretty much similar story they yeah. could be sequels okay they're not but they could be yeah um it's superman monster it's a very universal monstery type thing it is basically i'm not going to go into too much again too much detail because i yeah. think it will ruin it because there are some plot twists in this as well but the, the kind of premise is it's basically Bride of Frankenstein. It's almost beat by beat from about page 10, 12, it's Bride of Frankenstein. But with Superman. Hmm. And you, you have you have the same sort of characters, you have you have you have the female I can't remember, is it Lois? Isn't that Lois, is it? It's uh, I don't, it's Lana, isn't it? I think it might be Lana, yeah. yeah I think it yeah. is Lana. Um you have you have Lex, you have you have um obviously kind of like the the the, the, the Superman Frankenstein is a bit like Bizarro. Yeah, I was going to say it's quite yeah, very, it's, very light bizarre. Yeah, he's it, basically the ship ship lands. Um, Lex finds it, opens it up, and there's just a skeleton of a child in there. Um, but there's the essence, there's the stuff in there hmm. that he, the DNA. Yeah, yeah, which he tries. It's a bit like a Man of Steel, hmm. the kind of um, birthing matrix. birthing stuff. Yeah, yeah. so he, he tries to put in other things, doesn't work, and eventually creates the Superman. Hmm. And again, it's 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 a nature nurture debate. You know, do we have Will 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 he will he succumb to kind of twisted Luther kind of ways, mm-hmm. or will he? Who who would be the person to kind of mm. become the light? And who is the true monster? Yes, mm. it is. Um, and again, you have you 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 have the 
Kent are in there as a kind yeah, of yeah. like um, uh, it's like the kind of blind man, isn't it? Yeah, the blind man. Yeah, so you kind you, of teach them how to read. Yeah, and you know, and and morality and exactly. And you've got you've got kind of the the, the ending when they're in ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. It, it is it is almost beat for beat. Um, Bride of Frankenstein. So I guess it kind of makes a good sequel for kind of uh, uh, Castle of the Bat. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, in a way. And, and I thought they were, but they're not. No, two separate. Yeah, the, the, it's a bat. The, another the, the book that you've got me. Oh yes, so the um, sequel, isn't it? yeah, I bought I bought Dennis a little prezi for helping me do this podcast. I've got him a, a book called Batman Two Faces, which is basically uh, Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. but he's Batman, but he's also the Joker. With a bit of Two Face in there as well, yeah, yeah. I think thrown in for good measure, so it, and it's the same creative yeah, team. It's a, so it's so Superman Monsters a sequel to that. Hmm. Um, it's a great book. Um, the art, my only, my, the art isn't as whimsical. It's not as dark. It's not it, as good it's as Castle. Very, is it, yeah, it's more no. crisp. It's 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 kind of classic nineties comic, comic yeah. books, prefer kind of stuff. I would have preferred it to be a bit more painted. But because I love Brad of Frankenstein, it's probably one of my favorite Universal monsters. Yeah, uh, movies. It's still it's like um, it's not. It's not the thing is it's not bad artwork. No, no. Um, I just think that you know comparing it to Castle of the Bat because it is a very similar premise. Yeah, yeah. I would always go with Castle and of the Bat. And you look at the kind of ones which like Houdini, which are the painted ones, stuff mm. like they, they have a kind of tendency to have that kind of feel to it. Mm. But this one doesn't have it. But it has it has all the kind of. Nature nurture debates, you know, he's he's Luther's his dad, you know, mm. he's dad, why don't you love yeah. me kind of thing? Why don't you want me to start mm. stuff? Because oh, you're you're a monster, this is not what I wanted, kind of and gets thrown out and mm. you know, you you the Kent's friend him and so it, that, that's all I'm gonna say about yeah, it. Yeah. And it's mega cheap on eBay as well. It's like two quid on eBay. Is it? Yeah, it's so cheap. Buy it. <laughs> um go on go and read it. It's 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 a good book. And I say it's, it makes a good kind of bookend with with Castle of the Bat as well. Hmm. Um so I, I would read them both. Excellent. Great one. Great one. Um right, so moving on to my number two. So I'm going to use the very first Elseworlds book. So the first book that ever had the imprint and the logo and the brand on it. So again, we said that Gotham by Gaslight is technically the first one, but it didn't have that brand. So I'm going to go with Batman Holy Terror. Now, now this is not to be confused with Frank Miller's Holy Terror, which we've talked about before on the controversial comics, very briefly, Mm. but we did talk about it. Do not go and read that. This is Batman Holy Terror. This is really by... don't go and read the Frank no, Miller. No, just it's, don't. It's, it's, don't. Pants. it's not good, and it's offensive. Um, <laughs> this is by Alan Brennett, uh, with art by Norm Bray Fogel. Uh, sorry, I forgot to say who the artist was on uh, Speed and Bullets. Eduardo Barreto. Great name. Um, so, yes, yeah, so this is Alan Brennett and Norm Bray Fogel, the late Norm Bray Fogel, who's one of my favourite Batman artists of all time. Very 90s, very expressive, very dark and, and brooding. So this Elseworlds is basically, so I'll read this sort of synopsis for it here. So in 1658, the Lord Protector Oliver Cromwell manages to recover from his bout of malaria fever and strengthens his hold on England. This causes England to enter modern day as a corrupt Puritan theocracy, encompassing not only the British Isles, but most of the American continent, including Gotham City, or as it is now known, Gotham Town. 
So, so we're looking. It's it's set in modern day, but we still have this religious based government that kind of is run in a, in a corrupt fashion, and and it looks like they've, they've all got the wigs, all the buildings are very stylized, and in that way, in that kind of look of that kind of sixteenth century time, we've not we've not moved on that much in terms of kind of architecture and and fashion. It looks very similar, and Bruce Wayne is like a very very different from the last Bruce Wayne we were talking about. This guy's kind of past it. His, his parents died. They were killed um, by people who they felt were, you know, uh, betraying the kind of government, not going along with the the stipulations and considered sinners and things like that um, against the rule. Um, but he's got past it. He's used God and he's used his religion to, to help him move past his grief and carry on. He's giving up Wayne Manor. He's giving up his fortune to become a man of the cloth, a priest Batman, a vicar Batman, a reverend Batman of this thing. However, he gets a visit by James Gordon, who tells him that his parents were actually secretly going against the government and helping deplorables and lesser-known people or sinners uh, and helping them through various kind of medical issues. Like, there was things like the... There's, like, re-education camps and kind of, like, pray-the-gay-away camps, those sort of things. And and there's been, like, torture and there's people with mutilated... You know, there's people that have mutilated their own genitals. There's a woman who drinks bleach to have... Uh, to cause an abortion, to cause her to miss carry um because this this baby is out of wedlock um people are treated horrifically like the just think of any like heavily religious country where they have no money they have no resources there's no real aid like it is awful it's horrific it is very dark dark subject matter and batman realizes that this was actually and, and james gordon like he's ready to kind of like forget god throw it away he doesn't exist. He couldn't possibly let this happen to me or anybody else in this city. All the stuff that you've just talked about, all the stuff that I've uncovered, this can't possibly be happening. And and James goes, no, it wasn't done by God. God's fault. It was people who thought they were God. So Batman, Bruce Wayne, now clothes himself in a demon costume his father wore in a passion play and takes his justice and finds his justice while working from the inside as a priest as a man of the cloth he fights this fights this this corrupt world um and i love this i love I, I love really good i love that he it it, it switches batman from you know be you know there's a lot of people go out like batman could help everyone by giving more money out and and not pe- beating up the mentally ill in the street <laughs> and the desperate you know people are like you know he could actually help more as bruce wayne than batman so i like that it spins this and it, it he's go he's moving upwards instead of like going down and looking for the you know that sort of those kind of characters it's the corrupt government that he's fighting he's rebelling against um and he it's very much a little there's a little bit of um i won't go too much into kind of spoiler terry but but there's a bit of a kind of um flashpoint elements to this like a lot of this stuff i go well this is a bit like flashpoint oh this is a bit like flashpoint that's a bit like flashpoint um and he also finds this kind of prison of metahumans that have always they've been experimented on and used and abused and you know there's aquaman's there and he's just like he's just like in a fetal position but underwater like he's totally his mind is gone and there's all these other people um that are trapped and he's trying to help them and it's just a fantastic read um 
And I think it's one of the best Batman costumes ever. Oh, yeah, by far. I think it's brilliant. It's a gorgeous costume. And what's great as well is because it has a kind of a... There's a kind of almost like a a whole... The Batman logo is kind of more of a holy symbol. And there's a white line that kind of comes up to the collar. And what's great is he can wear his kind of priest robes and stuff over that. And it still looks like he's got his priest collar on, even though that's part of his costume, which I love. Um, I think you've read it, haven't you, Dennis? I think it's brilliant. I I read it years and years ago. Um, I think I've got about three copies of it. That's how good it is. Well, I keep keep losing it. (laughs) I've got it because I love it. I I rebuy it again. Read it again, yeah. And I I agree with The cover's amazing. The cover's really good as well. Just painted cover. Yeah, beautiful cover. Um, And the story's amazing. Mm. It's really, really good. It's Um, it's a fun, fun read. And I, I also think... That the ending, the ending is fairly open ended. Yes. I, I think there's a lot of stories you could tell Very much so, yeah, yeah. within that universe. Not a lot of these Elseworlds stories end like that, um, but I think this is a, a universe that is that is ripe for revisiting. So I conquer. Mm. Excellent. We, we're agreeing a lot tonight. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's it's not like us. Mm. <laughs> it's not like us. You're wrong, Dennis. You're wrong. Your books are rubbish. Yours are rubbish. Um, yes, so that was mine number two. So I guess this is your number one. Yes. Okay, so let's let's have your very best one. Batman Red Rain. It's the first of the Batman Vampire Trilogy. Does it have Draculas in it? It has it has, it has Draculas in it. Lots of Draculas. Lots and lots of Draculas. Okay. Um, I love that this is the first Elseworlds book I've ever read. Purpose have gone out and got the first printings. I absolutely adore it. I've got the gallery editions... I've got sketches from Kelly Jones, and I love Kelly Jones' Batman. Hmm. Not everybody does because it's got like long fingers, and he's he's got his capes a bit funny, but yeah. Mus- I, muscles. Yeah, I always muscles. think that that Batman, you should be scared of him. If this Batman dropped down in front of me, I would fill my pants because he's terrifying. Hmm. The premise is is very straightforward. Um, there were vampires invading Gotham. Batman's ill-equipped to to fight. These vampires, because obviously they're stronger than him. They're mm, yep. drinking blood. There's, it's a proper, proper horror book. Oh, God, yeah. There's gore in it. There's people's throats being ripped out in beautiful technicolor. And, you know, um, Kelly Jones's artwork. There's, there's, there's a bit where she shows a vampire by a guy's throat, completely yeah. dragging it. His Balls skin's down. pulling out. Oh, it's got... Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh, good stuff. Oh, I love it. Oh. Um, so Batman's are equipped to kind of go against these Draculas. Yeah. These vampires. All the Draculas. Um, so he makes he makes a decision. He makes a decision that he will need to be more of a vampire, more he have the strength and stuff. Mm. It doesn't quite work out for him. Bless him. Mm. Bless his little car. Wants socks. to kind of level the playing field, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But what what happens is he does level the playing field, but he also becomes a vampire. Mm. He has wings. Mm. He has his cape over his wings, which looks amazing. It's really good. <laughs> and there is there is there is a scene where he kind of gets undressed in front of Alfred and goes. Mm. Bing! Yeah. Look what I've got. These are great. He's like, you need a pair of these. Yeah. A bit, he says, a bit of a gift. Got mm-hmm. here, whatever. But he also, he needs blood. And the kind of, as, as, as the book goes on, his quest for blood, his thirst is getting more and more and more. He goes and speaks to people. Can I, can I be a vampire without blood? No. But you need, you need blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Shit. And over the, over the three books, I'm not going to go into the other two books. No, this, no. this Because this is, this is, for me, the benchmark of Elseworlds books. This and another one I'll mention in mm. honourable mentions later, but this is the benchmark for, mm. for um, Elseworlds books for me. It's taking that character. Everyone's always said, he's been, he's, he has been a vampire in canon. Mm-hmm. He's been a vampire in Detective Comics. And he's yeah. been a vampire in the Batman comics. 
But for me, the fact that it's a proper horror book, mm-hmm. that the illustrations are horror, Kelly Jones is awesome at drawing this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. The story, and it's, it's written in a very Marvel way. Okay. It, it was, um, Doug would write bit like bit, bits of stuff on a piece of paper, send it over to Kelly. Kelly would draw it. It would come back. Then they would add the text. Yeah. So it, they did it in a very Marvel way. Yeah, yeah. And it flows beautifully. Mm. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. I'm no. not going to. It's three books. Yeah. This one's the strongest. So this does this one... Uh, Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm and Crimson Mist. Yep. You get the feeling that Crimson Mist, they're not sure to end it, but never mind. Yeah. Um, this is... If you, if you want to start reading... Elseworlds. Elseworlds books. Yeah. This one, Holy Terror, that kind of... Stuff, those are um, um, speeding bullets. Yeah, they yeah. are the benchmarks. Early on, this was like 96 or something, 95. yeah. yeah. Very early on in the kind of the Elseworlds imprint, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. It is good. It's, it's a proper horror book. Yeah. It's, DC, DC have it's, always done horror well, and this is this is what stuff. I mean. Like with the with the films, I hope that they go that extra mile and they try these extreme ideas because I, li- I like when creators take a risk yeah. and they go for something and they're like, "We're just going to do this," and I, I want to see that in the movies. And you, you do get you've, you've got the Joker in there. Yeah, you've got Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Bit more of a cat than a woman, yeah, sure. But you've you've got the you've got the classic yeah. characters. James in there. Gordon's there, yeah, they're, they're yeah. all there. And Alfred doesn't really know what to do with Bruce. He wants yeah. to support him, but concerned the fact that he's, he's a creature needs, of the night. He, he's literally become a creature he's, of the night. He's a blood sucking yeah. vampire, and yeah. he does need he does need blood. Mm. He does need the stuff there. And there's a really good scene where he's he's fighting. He really yeah. wants to. I think I think when it. I when I was reading it, I expected him to be like. Um, to become a vampire and then instantly evil. Ah, I'm a vampire. Ah, I'm evil straight away. But it really isn't that. No, it's a no. gradual, constantly questioning the morality of what he's doing, when he's doing. You know, he's killing these vampires. Is that not killing like a person? Yes. You know, if he does drink blood, does is he then truly evil? Has he gone too far at that point? Can he still be Batman and not be a vampire? You know, and again, Robert Pattinson. He was a vampire. Now he's a bat. The worlds collide. He wasn't really a vampire. No, he no, was he a chandelier. <laughs> Diamantes. He's yes. got all the diamantes. But it's, it's 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 it reminds me a little bit of Venom as well. Mm. You know the kind of the battle of where you draw the line. Yeah, and he knows he knows almost immediately he's crossed the line. Yeah, he knows that there's no turning mm. back. And you know, am I a man? Am I a monster? Alfred, Alfred's front and center in a lot of this as well. Alfred's, yeah. Alfred's, Alfred's you. As you're yeah. reading the book, yeah. Alfred is, is asking the question that you would ask and think: Is that the right thing to like you just said? Mm. And it, actually, it plays out in three books. But you can read Red Rain and because it does have an ending. Yeah. it ends. Yeah, so you can read Red Rain completely on its own yeah. and not have to read the other two books. Or even you could even read the first two and leave yeah, it there as well because yeah. it does have a definite two yeah. does have a definite yeah. ending. Um, um, I think I think they probably someone went. Oh, we like them. We like them Dracula books. They're really popular. Yeah, They're really popular. And I, I can see why because yeah, the, the, the the graphic you know that you send the collection yeah. is number one selling one. The, the Red it? Rain one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the the first print's like thirty five quid now. They're really hard to get hold of. There you go. But it is for me. There's that one, and one more of the book to me is 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 my Elseworlds. That's because yeah. that's what I read. And I, I fell in love yeah. with Elseworlds because it. of this. There you go. Right. Well, I guess it's time for my number one. So this this is going to be a bit a bit out of left field for you, Dennis. Go on then, Bill Leftfield. Bill Leftfield. Justice Society of America: The Golden Age. 
So, so if you're familiar with Stargirl, the kind of introducing at the moment the live action version of the Justice Society of America, Black Adam movie is going to have the Justice Society in as well. They were the precursor to the Justice League. Without the Justice Society, you would not have the Justice League. So that is the importance of those characters. So this book for me. There's a lot of books that are responsible for the deconstruction of superheroes and the superhero genre. For example, Watchmen is the most famous. Yes. Like It brought superheroes down with relatable problems, real-world issues, and, and put it under, under the kind of microscope. I think there is a Marvel book called Squadron Supreme by Mark Greenwald, which does a very similar thing. Um, I don't. It's not as good as Watchmen. It's not as heralded as Watchmen, but it is still very, very good. And again, the Squadron Supreme are basically DC's Justice League, but in the Marvel universe or within the Marvel kind of imprint. And, you know, you've got Hyperion is Superman. Um, Warrior Woman is Wonder Woman. Nighthawk is Batman, and so on and so on. Um, and it's a really good book, so I highly recommend that if you're looking for something. Um, but there is also a third book, and it is this book, JSA, The Golden Age. So this is written by James Robinson. If you're familiar with him, he loves his Golden Age stuff. He loves his World War II characters. He loves anything like that. Invaders he loves. You know, all those kind of characters. Uh, Starman, he did the original uh, 90s Starman and kind of, and it's got a lot of that JSA. Uh, even the JSA book, the modern JSA book from the late 90s into the 2000s, he started that book because of his love for these characters. Now, this is an Elseworlds tale, so it's not in continuity, but some of the elements he introduces in this, he carried over into the main continuity somewhat. Um, so, for example, this is set kind of just post-war, so the war has ended, the need for superheroes is gone. End of. War's over, superheroes are in the decline, so they are. their marriages are failing. Johnny Quick and Liberty Bell's marriage failed um there is the tarantula who became a superhero just to write his great novel his great american novel he's in a dark depression he's got writer's block he's drinking he's an alcoholic our man is trying to find a new he's losing his powers tries to find the new the new our man pill so that he can have his super strength for an, like another hour um but he finds out he's addicted to risking his life and being a superhero. Uh, Robot Man, the original Robot Man, is slowly but surely losing his humanity and touch with humanity because he can't feel or experience any human aspect of human life. Um, the Green Lantern is being accused of un-American activities and is brought before court because he runs a newspaper and there are various kind of people that are being accused of being communist. Um, now, all the while this has happened, in. All these kind of superheroes in decline, they're not really, you know, but everyone's trying to hold on to that post, that, that pre-war, you know, ongoing war life, because sadly, that was the best time of their life. The wartime was the best time of their life, and they are finding it hard to reconcile the difference, and it's not the same, and their life is not what it should have been, and they're not heralded as heroes, because they were masked heroes, it was a secret, you know, and and it's changed dramatically. Now, there's a lesser character called Mr. America, the Americamando, who has come back and is heralded as this hero because he was behind enemy lines in secret, killing all the Nazi generals and the high-ranking Nazis. Uh, there's a character called Parseval, I think it was called, who, who was the reason um, that the JSA couldn't go into, into Berlin because he takes away all their powers. He would nullify the, the, all the superiors' powers. Uh, there, was an, a, there was like an attack where they went and they were like, we can't do this, we've almost died. None of us have our 
powers. You know, Jay Garrett, the Flash, doesn't have his powers. Hawkman loses his powers, all that sort of stuff. And he comes back, he's killed Hitler, he's killed all these people, and he starts kind of, everyone loves him. Like, he is the hero. He killed Hitler. You know, hooray, hooray, hooray. And slowly but surely, he amasses um, political power. Public sentiment is behind him. And he says that we need a new superhero for this atomic age that's coming up. We need to find and kind of make them for this for this communist war that's coming. For the Cold War, we need superheroes that will solve everything. So he hires various different kind of superheroes that we know. But slowly but surely, we find out that there is a con- another conspiracy against the superheroes and somebody is doing something from behind the behind closed doors to kind of turn things against the superheroes and the basic the the line is drawn in the sand you either join us or you don't you're either part of the government and you're under our control or you're not that is it and they're trying to make the world a better place but all the while there's all this sort of dark disturbing stuff going on the forces of the 50s were still pretty disturbing even though we were trying to have this nice like look how we've changed look at the world now we're out of wartime but it's still some dark and disturbing kind of imagery in it um again i don't want to give away the ending because i know you haven't read it i really want you to and i think you'd really like it um and it's it's almost not an elseworlds but certain events and things happen to certain characters which make it an elseworld style yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I won't go into it but uh for example as well like you've got starman in there who actually gave his technology to einstein and has made the atomic bomb with that technology he is responsible so he goes all like robert oppenheimer and just is in a mental institution can't mm. you know resolve those differences and and it's it's just great it's just fantastic and it and again it brings these kind of mythical heroes down to our level and they're understandable and their issues are relatable and their problems are relatable on such a, a real kind of dark and depressing way but it but it's it's so believable it you know again like when these comics were written they were like yes yeah, hopeful da, 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 da. but again the dark side of war was beneath the veneer of these stories but from the writers and the real world was experiencing stuff so so it kind of it marries those two worlds those kind of amazing kind of brilliant raw kind of storytelling of that time uh, the unbridled creativity of that time the golden age they call it the golden age for a reason they call it the golden age mm. of comics for a reason because it was just everywhere it was a huge kind of sensation at the time like the movies are now in a way like this is the golden age of comic book movies in a way this, that was the golden age of comics and and it kind of it bridges those two worlds together uh and the manhunter character who he knows what the conspiracy is but he's he's forgotten it he's got like his ptsd got all these kind of characters going on with their own issues and and that's more interesting than the, there's there's not that much action in it no but when you get to the end, there is a massive finale with every single superhero at the time in like on like Capitol Hill or the uh, Washington Monument, you know, that whole kind of Washington, D.C. area. And it's a huge battle and it's a devastating battle. It is like a war has gone on. And again, I won't reveal the kind of the villains of the piece because I read it again and I kind of forgot. And the surprise was nice that I kind of forgot. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Um, and it is fantastic. But again, it's a lot like JLA The Nail. There's a lot of disturbing kind of uh, political manoeuvring, conspiracies and you know racism and all that sort of yeah. stuff going on. But it's great. And Paul Smith, who did work on the X-Men, he does it in a very kind of pulpy style. That's not his usual style of of, of his art. But it, it works and it brings you in and it makes it more like, yes, I do feel like I'm in the 40s and the 50s 
and the and the thirties. Um, and it does use like real world, you know, implications. Talk yeah. about like the atom bomb, things like that. So it does it bridges that gap between the real world and the comic book world so very well that you you just believe it's there and couldn't recommend it enough and if you're into the jsa or you're interested in the jsa um again this is an elseworlds tale so it's very much a one-off but it's definitely worth reading if you're interested in any of those kind of characters um it's fantastic and that's why i put it as my number one fantastic yeah super smash it super superb no it sounds good sounds no really it's, good. it's really I like good the jsa anyway yeah i think the jsa I, again i like the underrated kind of, as well yeah a little underrated i like i like them at all-star squadron yeah, seven All-Star soldiers squadron, yeah, yeah. of victory you know all those kind of characters i have a there's something about the golden age of comics and those kind of wartime characters you know um i talked about the human torch in one of the previous podcasts the the jim hammond human torch um i, I do have a like there's something about that kind of wartime yeah it, it's interesting like my granddad like he sold uh militaria so that was always an interesting part of of like growing up and seeing what he had and what he sold and would tell me the stories him growing up in the blitz and stuff i've always found that that part of history fascinating Mm. and lots of people still do um you know older people than us and younger people than us it's a fascinating bit of history um you know for all the good and bad things that went on and that needed to happen um that you know it's it's great and i think this is one of the best kind of books of that era of that kind of showcasing that era but highly highly recommend it so fantastic so get on that so um i shall so i think i think we've covered it um coming to the end very shortly so very quickly dennis do you have any honorable mentions um ones you haven't included in your five kingdom come yes absolutely kingdom come is probably one of my favorite all-time books of all time matt wade it's high of his powers yeah it's a morality tale. It's it's what happens when Superman loses everything, goes away. 90s superheroes come back and the, the line between good and bad are kind of fading. Mm. And we don't know we don't know who our heroes are anymore, yeah. who, who the villains are, this and the other. Superman doesn't have a place in the world. No, but he does, as, he, as we've said many times on many mm. different podcasts, including the say, and he basically gets the band back together mm. and shows these young upstarts that this is what it means to be a hero. Yeah. And it, and it very much comes out of, of all this kind of anti-hero bullshit of the 90s, all these kind of mm. massive machine gun wielding... Yeah, pouches. Yeah. and I mean, got, uh, one of the kind of villains, the antagonist in the story is based on Cable. Yeah. Because yeah. that was kind of what was popular um, at the time. I, it's, and as I said before, that one and, and um, Red Rain for me is, is Elseworlds. Um, I think I think that's good. Uh, Kingdom Come, we've mentioned Gotham by Gaslight, uh, Superman Red Sun. Red Sun, yeah, uh, is a big one for me. I think it's fantastic. It's very different from the animated movie, for, especially the ending. Yes, but I think the ending works. the The comic book ending is a very comic book ending, very comic booky ending, but I like it. And and I think the ending for the animated movie works better for that con- self contained story. Um, but I really love Red Sun. I think Red a lot Sun's of people good. will bring yeah. that up yeah. as well. So I'm going to mention a few as well very quickly. Uh, JSA again, Liberty Files, very very close to being on the list again. Um, set during World War Two, it's got Batman and members of the JSA as kind of spies, uh, post war and during the war. Um, it has a load of other kind of comic book characters. Again, not going to spoil it because it is just excellent. Big and, I, ba- and I'm about to read it. Yeah, big big battle. <laughs> amazing stuff um you re- i think you'll really like it great artwork justice riders the justice league as western heroes um wonder woman's leading uh, against maxwell lord who's destroyed her town she's the sheriff of paradise yeah. um fantastic you've got um you've got hawkman as native american which works amazingly well you've got uh, kid flash as a kind of billy the kid figure like a quick draw 
amazing, brilliant, fun book. Um, so in 1994, they did annuals that were all yeah, different yeah. Elseworlds uh, tales. So so I've chosen for one of them was the Steel Annual. Um, so Steel is a kind of a kind of somewhere between Superman um, and kind of. Iron Man somewhere in between, um, and this this tale puts him in a he's a on the slave he's in, as a slave on a plantation, uh, and then just before the Civil War he breaks loose and and saves his entire family and all the other slaves on that uh, plantation. It's a really really strong book, very dark, very disturbing. It's it's like Twelve Years a Slave meets yeah. DC Comics sort of thing, um, but very very good. Uh, Divided Nation, Superman Divided Brilliant. Nation. That would that was almost made my list. Divided yeah. Nation. Um, Superman as a Union soldier. In the Civil War, fantastic book. Um, highly recommend. Great message as well. All the battles are real battles, based on real yeah, battles. Everything. When you get to the end of the book, it tells you the, the kind of um, the history, what they actually, what the, the writer read to write that book. Amazing. So it's it is apart from Superman, it's all fact. Yeah. Uh, Batman Gotham Noir. It's an Ed Brooke Baker tale. Um, it's a noir tale. Jim Gordon's an alcoholic private detective. Blah blah blah. It's good. Um, I won't go into it too much because it will spoil it. Uh, Elseworlds, Batgirl and Supergirl. It's just like if if Batman and Superman didn't happen, they take the the kind of main spots. Um, so yes, a few listener comments before we go as well because we're running very close to time. Uh, so Dan Ketis or DL Ketis at DL Ketis on Twitter said uh, the Batman Dracula crossover. So Red Rain, Bloodstorm, Crimson Mist. Um, they, they says that crossover is a standout for me, as is Superman Red Sun, but my favourite is has to be Kingdom Come. Um, and I am Jack's Musings, my biggest fan, at I am Jack's Musings on Twitter. He said, Red Sun, obviously, does Batman vs. Predator count? Not technically in no. this, but it's a cool little alternate mm. crossover universe thing. We so. discussed that last night, didn't we? We did, we did. Yes. Discussed it in a big, big... We were like, what can we include? Can we like include that? No, we're not going to include that. But it's a great book, and I've talked about it before as yeah. well. It's an amazing, amazing read. Um, Paul Meller, so that's at the Meller Geek, your friend of mine. It says, love Gotham by Gaslight and Red Rain and Crimson Mist. There you go. Great ones. So, guys, you can find me and the podcast at Secret Balls and Twitter is at Dan underscore Balls, Instagram, Spider Dan Secret Balls. It's available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, many, many more. If you'd like to donate towards the podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko fi.com at spider forward slash spider down and secret balls and when you interact with us don't forget to use the hashtag prepare for prattle i've been dan i've been dan goodbye bye bye